0: this is the lesson unpack that podcast i'm your host lyle barons co-host matt duckett checking in again we are getting into the current events uh we, we are getting into draymond and jordan pool we're getting into fat joe loving saint nick we're getting to joe biden freeing the guys
1: yep we are your npr for the uh <laughs> for the for the Hey, <laughs> do I, 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 what's our NPR stand for? Yeah, right. Oh, we got to figure that out. Uh, uh. Niggas professing real shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: This is NPR. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Uh, Matt is drinking uh, a sparkling watermelon drink uh, from Trader Joe's because he's got to host the show tonight. Yep. I am drinking... Uh, orange wine, and orange wine is basically white wine, because uh, white wine is made with the skins off it, and orange wine is made with skin contact, so it ends up orange is pina grigio, it's delicious, it's fruity. it's tropical. I poured Matt a glass, he took a sip and said, it's nice. And <laughs> <laughs> pour yourself some up, smoke something, enjoy the show. I'm uncultured. You ever see how a man reacts to like an altercation or something violent and you could tell how many fights they've been in.
1: Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, because I mean seeing violence triggers other the people, the bystanders fight or flight response as well.
0: I'm just gonna say it,
1: guys that are like
0: Draymond basically sucker punch Jordan Poole. I'm like, oh you have not really been in fights if you think that was a sucker punch.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't push somebody I mean, obviously Draymond instigated like the physical contact, but when you shove somebody you need to kind of be fists up right yeah. away. Cause like, you know, the person might try and just shove you back or they might do that. They might just launch into a punch, not saying that it was okay, but it's like, yeah, you need to, uh, especially with Draymond. It's like, you know, he's, he's, uh, He's got a fighting nigga name, Draymond. Like, yeah, that's exactly. The nigga that fights. Yeah, he's he's Joe Pesci in Casino. It's yeah, like, you throw, you push him, he'll punch you. You punch him, he'll bring a gun. Like you, motherfucker, it. you. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, he Draymond. Draymond is not beneath uh, stabbing someone with a pen is not beneath Draymond. <laughs> I did that in sixth grade. Oh my god, you shanked somebody? Yeah. For for what reason?
0: Oh, um. My Other grandma was dying of cancer, kill. and he said, Your grandma, bitch. And then I stabbed
1: him with mm. a pencil. It was a pencil, though. It wasn't a pen. I mean, lead poisoning. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It was, no. what, what
0: did Jay Z say? That nigga unleft with an aspirin. <laughs> 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 so,
1: yeah.
0: so, uh. We've l- all seen a
1: pencil stabbing in our lives. Yeah. In, over middle school. Nothing to be worried about. Yeah, man. It was yeah. like.
0: That's, that's when I would, like, really became bad. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that, when you get that. I just
1: couldn't handle the transition well, and I yeah, was just yeah, like, "Sure, <laughs> it's like where's the cubby?" <laughs> it's like, <right> next. <laughs> uh, yeah, middle middle school is a fucking trying time for sure. Yeah, gone are the. It's like there's no designated snack, and yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? I got
0: all these multiple class. They they put me. Well, I told you when they put me in the remedial. Class, Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt's like, yes, good, (laughs) good, one away. Lauren might fuck with us again, (laughs) he's gonna be retired soon. Um, no, but okay, so with with this Draymond thing, so like, one, some people were like, This happens all like Jordan did it to Curry. It's like, Well, Jordan's a fucking goat,
1: you know, it's like (laughs) like the best player of all time, and you know, it was the 90s, it was a more physical era of basketball, too. He could have punched Phil, and they probably would have worked it out somehow. Yeah, Uh, yeah. He has has the clout to assault teammates. Same thing with Shaq and Kobe. You're like, well, Shaq and Kobe fought. And it's like, yeah, they fucking hated each other. And
0: on top of that, they were also like, you know.
1: Incredible. Yeah, the greatest one-two punch ever, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, arguably for sure. Yeah, you know, maybe if you want to make the case for Magic and Kareem. But, yeah, big man, little man, you know. I would say probably up there is the Keith Van Horn, Brian Scalabrini one too that <laughs> the, the, the New Jersey Nets had in two thousand and three, two thousand and two. No, yeah. <laughs> so so Matt, how often does this happen in the NBA? Like guys actually fight? Oh, I'm sure all the time. Uh I mean at least Like actually punch. Throw Close punches. Fist. There's probably two or three of these a year that we don't hear about. Okay, Shoving matches, I would assume, is a monthly occurrence across the league yeah. at the very least. Um, but I, I'd say, yeah, I'd say fisticuffs are, pro- there's probably like two a year and they just get swept under the rug. Um, you know, player code and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the video got leaked and you kind of saw this was especially bad because, yeah, Draymond just completely decked him you know usually usually in the nba when punches are thrown nobody gets hurt and nobody like lands anything the nba has the worst honestly it has the worst fights across any of the major sports so even when punches are thrown it's like a kind of a big nothing cuz no one connects or gets hurt um but yeah in this instance <laughs> the pool got socked pretty pretty good so yeah word was going to get out about that
0: do you think, and I don't think, you know, you know fuck it, we could do the uh, consp- the Conspiracy Corner segment right now. Do Open you your think- third eye, brother. <laughs> Open your third eye. Put your tinfoil kufus <laughs> on, brothers. Do you think somebody on the Warriors wanted to get, like, leaked that on purpose? Like, I'm sick of this nigga Draymond. Get him the fuck up out of here. I don't
1: even think it was to get him out of here. I think it's just to. Or, like, let's get in front of this thing uh it's two things it's like let's get in front of it and also let's make this contract negotiation easier for us oh okay okay yeah because his contract is up at the end of this year i think and they haven't extended him. um so it's like hey i mean you punch people in the face at practice like it's kind of it's it's like if the steelers were able to leak more video of antonio brown being as crazy as he was in the locker room beyond what we already saw, they would have done it to make it, I guess, easier to do a contract negotiation, right? Because, like, we're the only one who can contain this guy. No one else in the league is going to want to take a chance on this. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it was tactical and intentional, for sure.
0: What is, in, in the heat of practice, like, not mm-hmm. something... Like, there's always a good enough reason to punch some. Like, anybody yeah. could do something that deserves a yeah. punch from somebody. Like, you just... You fucking shouldn't do it. It's not smart, but anybody can yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. can provoke that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so like it, obviously in the case of um Tony Parker uh fucking who was a Brent Berry's wife, mm-hmm. like it's like, yeah, that's a justified reason to punch like a teammate. Yeah. But like just in a regular scrimmage practice, like we hear about Jordan and Kerr, like we hear we hear about certain things. What is a justifiable
1: reason to punch a teammate in pro sports? I mean, while in a f- scrimmage, you know, in pro-, in pro sports, this is a this is a job that you're working for. You're working for a corporation, so I, I, the argument could be made that there's no uh, point in which you can punch uh, a, a teammate. But obviously, sports are different. They're kind of inherently designed to bring out aggression and competitiveness in people. Someone would have to go. I, I think someone would have to go to some pretty egregious personal depths to justify it a la yeah, sleeping with somebody's wife uh, making some type of insane comment white player using the n-word yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know the, the usual suspects that justify a fight uh, I guess in, in in real life more or less I feel, um, I feel Lucas saying the n-word is like could happen I don't slobs are just racist in general <laughs> But like, not in like the I'll say I'll say the n word to your face, but I'll be like, I don't like black people in front of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Montrez called him a bitch ass white boy. Yeah, like, we, they actually had to have a conversation about it on TNT. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: very true, very true.
0: So, um, all right, this happens. Uh, Draymond does that. So Steve Kerr says like, "There's we're handling it internally." But one thing I just want to address is people say that. Uh, Jordan has been getting big head. I, I want to say Chris Haynes reported something like that. Yeah, league sources and Kerr said, like, I'm just going to let you guys know right now, he is not getting a big head. Big head. That was not that.
1: Yeah. Do you believe him? I do. Uh, Chris Haynes doesn't he? He has ties to because uh, he think, started in
0: Portland as a reporter. A I think reporter. he. I
1: think he has ties to the agency that represents uh, Draymond. Yeah. So he's kind of a mouthpiece for them. Uh so. No, I, I so much I,
0: for the new media <laughs> yeah
1: right um yeah it's I, I don't I don't trust anything that says that tries to speak on the dynamic that and when they weren't there and can't like you know provide a source or or, or you know it, it it's just speculation at this it's like it's 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 to a lesser degree the same type of speculation that was happening last week with Imi Udoka's stuff. It's like we yeah, yeah, weren't yeah. there. We don't know yet. We'll know when the team wants us to know. And Steve Kerr let us know. It's like it's not that. Um this has it, if anything, if it was had to do with like Jordan Poole's play, it would be that Draymond it would be Draymond's insecurity that he sees the new generation rising up and that his days you know, as not just a war, not as a warrior, but as a professional athlete are, are numbered. You yeah. Know, how many more years do we really think that this Warriors team is going to be able to go? I'd give it two more years before, you know, the, the, the floor falls out from underneath them. Yeah. I'd like to see them get six. Cause it's just like,
0: fucking be. Somebody needs to get sick. So like the goat conversation can grow. Um, what do you think? Oh, shit. What was I going to ask you? Um, uh, we have a show tonight, so I'm, like, like I'm looking at notes as, hmm. as we do this. So, this is not – anyways, um, are Dre's days is a, a, a dub numbered?
1: I don't – it's just, like, where where do you go? Who signs him? What role is he in? You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause, I mean, because it's, like, I can't
0: picture him, like, like, I don't know, like, you throw him on Toronto and, like, I can't – like a like, like a perennial play, yeah. Like a I, and perennial.
1: I just I just don't think that I don't think he's gonna respect any other coach. Yeah, I, I you know, and Kurt gives the guys a lot of free reign. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I I don't think he's going anywhere. I think that contract is going to be a little less at this point uh, than maybe he was hoping. But yeah, I, I just don't see. I don't I don't see other teams wanting the headache for it's like Draymond Green is per, is the perfect teammate for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah. He's not going to be as good a player and as good a teammate anywhere else in the league. It's like, you know, the idea of putting him on the Celtics might be exciting for some, but it's like it's it just is it's just not a personality fit. I don't think that Jason Tatum would respond to like that sort of like verbal encouragement slash abuse that Draymond doles out. Um, yeah, I just I just don't see him really... I don't see him going to a bad team because it's like Draymond on a bad team is completely useless. And Draymond on a good team, I just... I don't... I think his chemistry is right for the situation that he's in, but I, I just don't know how well it translates.
0: I can see, though, if things get bad enough, like... He screams on a front office person or somebody like I can see, yeah. and then it's just it's like, hey, I've always wanted to play with LeBron.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a, it's like I don't know. It's like Marlowe was a good businessman <laughs> in the streets, and like technically would have been a good businessman after he got out, right? Yeah, yeah. But on the wire, the yeah, wire. Yeah, on the wire, and then in it was like.
0: Got, yeah, yeah, the, the then, then he's at the fucking uh, nice little, he's like in the room that Stringer Bell wishes he could be in. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Stringer would like just love talking to all those people, yeah. drinking champagne, mm-hmm. flaunting his little two-year Baltimore City College degree. Yeah, <laughs> You know exactly. And Marlo's just like super awkward in that, because there is like, I don't know how to put this, like I've seen this where it's like hood niggas get in a situation where they're talking to like civilian squares and mm-hmm. they just don't
1: know how to speak. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's brutal. But yeah, it's like how it's kind of how I see Draymond. It's like I just don't see, I don't see him meshing well in another in another environment. So I do not think his days are numbered. What do you think Kevin Durant thought when he saw the video? Kevin Durant had to have like a, yep. See, that's why I'm not with you no more. Like he's, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure Durant felt pretty good about that i think he was also like well this takes the heat off of fucking Kyrie for at least a couple of days yeah before he says some outlandish shit again uh you know uh you know the nba is a big soap opera it has characters and every every soap opera needs a good villain yeah. and uh draymond is is the villain for the next couple of weeks while we parse out exactly what happened and why um and so yeah Kyrie gets a little bit, a uh, gets a little bit of a break before he says that uh, 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 Jesus wouldn't have been vaccinated, or something. Like that. <laughs> you know,
0: like one thing, I, like I'm gonna just say one thing I hate about those new media shit is like Dre, you ain't talking about it, Kevin, you ain't talking about it. Like,
1: yeah. It's just, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's like so much for that. It's like you mm-hmm. got you got chance, yeah. All know. all forms of media reporting, public figures, etc., journalists there's there's biases everywhere. And when you're attempting to report basically on yourself and your direct environment, yeah, it's it's just going to lead to a lack of uh, a lot. La- it's going to lead to a lack of transparency in a lot of respects. And yeah, uh, you know. Okay,
0: so Draymond is like one of those guys to me where, like, I could see him having like some trouble when he's, like, a civilian. Because it's like, he can turn yeah. up on these other people because they're, like, men of the same height and they're millionaires yeah. and a lot of them look like him. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, get tough with your co-workers. And by the way, can I just say, all these people online, like, he assaulted a co-worker. Nigga, it is pro sports.
1: Do not fucking do that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if the Warriors want to enforce policy that way and do something, go for it, by all means. Not an issue. Um, But it's, yeah. People fight in sports all the time. It's 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 literally designed to be competitive and aggressive. I, I think I said that at, at the top. So yeah, it's saying it's like yeah, he did like assault a coworker, um, but like it's 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 just different. It's different than doing it at, at a you know at a bank or whatever. All right, let me read you this. This is from a, a, a comedian.
0: Guess which uh, region they're from. They posted. I love green, but you simply cannot assault a coworker in any profession, and still have a job. His time with the Warriors should be over and maybe a year out of the NBA. Uh, <laughs> hey so, Matt, what do you think this comedian is? I'm, a, I'm assuming a Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, that that's someone that's someone who has not been in many fights and somebody who has not played a sport at a highly competitive <laughs> level. <laughs> at all. I mean, you know, there were there were there were AAU practices that got definitely got testy you know i I was never involved in any shoving matches but like definitely threw a couple elbows on purpose and stuff like that in the course of the game um it happens man you're slogging it out in these practices and pre-seasons and playoffs with these people uh and like yeah tensions rise and frustrations get the better of people that's not to justify yeah you shouldn't punch somebody who's on your team um but physical things happen but yeah being kicking them out of the league it's like uh <laughs> yeah okay this
0: not- oh this is something I really want to talk about though so the attitude towards violence so like when I started doing comedy I fought a few comedians and I can tell I'm not going to like get get all deep into it one I was actually legitimately sucker punched cuz it was and by the way they're all out the game so I'm not going to we know I have a tendency to say names on here <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to do like Freddie Gibbs. I don't rap about dead ops. I let his name die. So anyways, so I'm not going to say their names because they're out the game. One guy, he was Mexican dude. He was saying some wild racist shit uh, when he was drunk one night. And then I said, well, you can't hold your liquor, Juan. Oh, my bad. But so I was like, you can't hold your liquor. And then he was like, and then he was, he showed up to the open mic drunk. This is in the mission. Mm-hmm. And then I am 21 years old at the time. He's 28. Okay. He fucking sucker punches me, and he's actually a boxer. Like he was a legit. So it's like that's extra bitch. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, all right, bro, you really know how to fight. I just, I know how to like nigga fight. Like I throw one
1: <laughs> punch and then be like, all right, is he gonna step in? Like I'm yeah, yeah, not yeah. good for this cardio right now. Hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I point. get
0: like the one, like yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, so then it happens. Yeah, if you're a trained fighter and you sucker punch something, I think there's laws around that. I think that if you're like at a certain degree of like combat physical. Exp- like close combat experience, like you have to disclose it before fighting somebody, or you can sue them. So, yeah, check the statute of limitations on
0: that. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, cops. David Bory broke it up, and um, it was like that's how long ago this was, and then cops ended up showing up because I I, I screamed some stuff at him that you know some people reported, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was like, um, uh, like then later. I'm not gonna say what I said, but use your. Use, it was very cinematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like opposite, it won't be cinematic on The Sopranos. I wanted to make it cinematic. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so then the cops showed up, and Juan got the Weston's face got the fuck up out of there, and uh, and the cops were like, "You want to press charges?" I'm like, "Nah." They're like you know who did this? I'm like, I don't know his name. like, so Wild bears will not snitch. Like mm-hmm. even on a bitch ass nigga. But so so anyway, so that happened, um, and then later uh, there was another thing where. Uh, a comic did a guest spot that Sammy obeyed. Like he, he like ran the lightning. He was disrespectful, and he said "fuck you." And then I just went off and and hit him. And then everybody knew about, it and everybody was celebrating. Like Lyle hit the bitch ass Nick Bringer show producer. Yeah, and I was hmm. kind of like a little people's chant for that. Mm-hmm. And th- there was like one other thing that yeah, you know, I don't want to get into, but okay. it was a comic that was heckling me while mm-hmm. I was on stage. I'm like, you need to stop. And he just, and then I ran after him, and then people held me back, and I, I got one in. There you go. And but now would probably be canceled from comedy or at least very comedy like if or not even me yeah. but just a young black comic like was known to be in a few fights so I just think so I just say mm-hmm. all that to say like firsthand and I'm not a badass like I was I, I was like fighting like, like <laughs> I was fucking like like alcoholic <laughs> white and Mexican niggas mm-hmm. that are bad at comedy so yeah. I'm not saying that like I'm like the nigga like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I don't get points for that but what I'm saying is I think, like, the way that we look at... Because I've heard about comics fight now, and they just don't get work now. It's like, they're done. They also aren't as good as me and didn't run rooms, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, they're just done. So like, And then we see the Chris Rock and Will Smith thing, and then we see how people respond to, like, pro athletes. Do you think, like, just in the society, like, just even with, like, heterosexual men fighting heterosexual men, not to imply it, gay men or less, but just, you know, there's a certain kind of... thing. There's a certain, yeah,
1: there's a certain energy to straight guys just hit fighting each other that yeah i think has gone on for so long but parts of society straight dudes included or just like all right can we fucking cut it out the fucking <laughs> they the, must must we settle this with our fists are we not evolved enough as, as as a society and a people or whatever so yeah i definitely think there's a there's a very heightened stigma against physical altercation uh in, in yeah in, in society right now um yeah, I, I don't think I, – I mean, I don't think fighting – generally fighting I don't think is going to get anyone, like, kicked out of comedy. But I think that, like, instigating a fight, certainly. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. No, like,
1: definitely. You know, if you're not – if somebody knocks someone out in self-defense, I think that, you know, society, community-wise, we're, like, irrational enough people that we would be like, well, that guy started it and he got laid out. What are you going to do? I, I um, just hate this, like, he assaulted him.
0: It's like, no, di- like – Chris Rock wasn't assaulted. He was a nigga that got slapped, okay? Jordan Poole wasn't assaulted. He's a nigga that got punched. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, these are just
1: grown men and shit happens. Yeah, there's there's like a heightened language to it. And yeah, it's just like, yeah, violent shit between dudes happens and like, I'm glad that nobody was like severely hurt. And in that situation it's like, yeah, then we gotta take a step back and probably ostracize some people if someone ends up getting really fucked up. But yeah, it's just like yeah, sometimes a punch gets thrown, or people shove each other, or there's screaming matches. It it happens, and like you know, most of the time, cooler heads prevail before anything gets too crazy. And when it does get crazy, then we can have a conversation about that. But yeah, I'm not I'm not disqualifying, disqualifying someone from like my friend circle because they got in a fight. If yeah. they instigated the fight for no reason. Other for for no reason. Yeah, then fuck them. But like, you know. Someone does something to piss you off, you articulate that you're mad about it, and they like confront you and want to try and instigate something, then you're, you're justified in your actions after that. You know, um, yeah, I guess just don't throw the first punch, uh, and don't be the one to start shit. And I, I really don't have a problem with it. Real but, quick, I want to, I want to breeze. You got anything else you want to get off on that? I was, no, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've been in a couple fights, uh, you know, in my life, and it's like, yeah, it's like, you a nigga that grew up in the suburbs. I know you had to fight some white boys. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's like in mm-hmm. those situations, uh. only when it got physical against me first. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of that's how I look at it. So it's like, yeah, someone wants to someone wants to fuck around, they find out. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I want to I want to breeze through this, but it's like people are probably gonna want. It. Kanye selling white lives matter t-shirts. He's posting up there with Candace Owens. He's wiling out.
1: Kunye West.
0: Kunye West. Kunye <laughs> West is wiling out again. Uh, he, he's like, ah, where he's cussing out. Uh, uh, what was it uh, Bella Hadid or whoever supermodel is? Yeah, yeah. I Gigi
1: think Hadid. It's one of those two. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, both, like... both of them are models. I just don't know. Oh, oh, it's
0: not the same person. All right, my bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad. No, they're sisters. See that's how washed I am. All right, so Kanye's calling one of the Hadids. He called one of the McCarran because one of the Hadids was like, "You weren't even really friends with Virgil." And, anyways, all that. He, he's bipolar. I don't even like. I'm just
1: kind of like, it's just, it's just a mentally ill billionaire. And it's you know, it's no it's no different than Jeffrey Bezos building spaceships to go to Mars. <laughs> I've never heard him called Jeffrey before. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> Jeffrey. Um, yeah, it's it's just, yeah, the delusions of grandeur uh, for Bezos is like, I'm going to fucking uh, explore the last frontier. And for Kanye West is I'm a visionary genius with something to say. Uh, you know, everyone with a lot of money thinks that they're way smarter and more important than they are, and they articulate it in different ways and this is kanye west's stupid ass way of doing it <laughs> and so i'm just like cool ignoring that it it kanye the reason
0: like now why I've just like i, I haven't cuz i don't believe in canceling i've just muted him yeah and the reason i and like look i will unmute him if they're just some amazing song and i'm like oh shit he's like really inspired and making yeah. some good music like I, I
1: took a i took a look at uh, at donda
0: you know yeah, yeah. it's like but <laughs> you know so the way like with Kanye, because I bought a lot of Kanye stock when College Dropout Out came out. I loved his beats. Yeah. I downloaded on Dat Piff, the instrumentals, and mm-hmm. did my little bad raps over them. Yeah. Like, so, growing up. So, anyway, so with Kanye, though, I'm like, okay, he came out when you were either a bling bling rapper, gangster rapper. There's Nelly and G-Unit. And then he was like, I'm going to be, claim the suburbs, and I'm a nigga, and... This is a rap about college but yeah. and then he and then he was standing next to the backpackers and then later you see him in his documentary he, he was on drink champs and he's like i never liked the way tala Kweli rapped mm-hmm. you know and, and he's dissing his fashion choices and all that which was funny even Kwali laughed at it mm-hmm. um, then uh then fast forward um when trap is big right and it's jeezy it's ti and all that and and gucci and all that sort of stuff that he does auto tune and he mm-hmm. makes like kind of the set like 808s and heartbreak is kind of what
1: inspires gave us like the, basically the Drake sound yeah you know yeah I'm, he was kind of this the he was he was this kind of almost Carlin like figure in rap where he was this counterculture going against the grain he's always
0: gonna go left if you go right and he's yeah, always yeah.
1: gonna go right if you go left exactly so yeah. and now that he has a lot of money and is off his meds he's just the left turn is he's just going very.
0: And now wow. that we're in hyper-woke culture, yeah. you know, it's like, all right, let me be the most politically incorrect nigga possible. And then when we were in, uh, there was a lot of uh, fucking capitalism and uh, America was... Like, I feel like the Boondocks was the perfect show for, like, George Bush's America because it was yeah. loud, ignorant, satirical. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's kind of what the Bush presidency was, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why, kind of, yeah, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And yeah. I really do wish, like, Bush would, like, fucking... Like take a break from painting veterans he sent to go get blown up, (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) and uh, and, and, and fucking wear Black Lives Matter t-shirt and goes Conway West doesn't care about black people like I I fucking would like
1: that yeah that would be pretty good that would be and it wouldn't be it honestly it wouldn't be too far removed from his personality ever seen that video of him golfing uh, and they're asking about like terrorist attacks yeah wait wait, wait no 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 refresh my memory so he's on a golf course and like. He, I guess there's probably some terrorist happening that happened or they got somebody. And so these reporters are like, Mr. Bush, Mr. Bush, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's just like, like, it is the responsibility of the United States to do everything in our power to completely annihilate and wipe out all terrorist activity in the Middle East. Now watch this drive. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm saying. And it. yeah. it's is, yeah. He was a
0: full-blown coon president. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was. Yeah. yeah. No. Like we've had coon moments like JFK was a yeah, coon president fucking bitches the and the W hello. stood
1: for Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> we we love no we love we love a white man cooning as president we, as, as a country. We really do. I mean look, Donald Trump was a hilarious piece of shit. Yeah, he's a funny nigga. Yeah, exactly. I mean, fucking Lyndon B. Johnson shitting with the door open, taking his dick out in meetings <laughs> and stuff. It's like, yeah, we, we we love we love chaos and the most important job in our country.
0: I kind of think like if Kanye came out during the Obama era, I don't feel like he we'd fuck with him as much. No, I don't feel like not he at needed all. That
1: yeah, yeah. No, very very much at the right time.
0: So real quick, like the the hip hop head of me is like, so I had to unmute Kanye because I I hate talking about this nigga, but. Mm-hmm. It was when he started. Um, he texted Puff. He he deleted most of the messages, but it, he was basically saying saying like like pull up on me. And like he said the the Diddy like the Jews told you to text me. and I didn't like the phone we had, and then Diddy was mm-hmm. like send the address or whatever. And Kanye said nigga fuck you, and I'm like that's I know Kanye got a billion dollars. He's saying yeah. nigga fuck you to Puff, which and he mm-hmm. fucking idolized Puff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Though. It's kind will of do like, all right, let me let me fucking enjoy this text exchange because it is kind yeah. of fun. It's like somebody saying like like when you hear these stories about famous people saying having bad interactions with other famous people, but on like a level that you kind of wish you could say to other people. Like it's kind of fun. It's like why are we like Larry David.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know, no one's no one's immune to a good amount of celebrity beef. We love that shit, and oh. it's and it's funnier when one person is just like completely unhinged oh yeah yeah we're supposed to say
0: this a little time has passed but i just want to do it right now yeah kareem calling a Kyrie irving
1: a buffoon yeah i mean what else would you expect Uh, i mean he's he's right of course you know it's like that's that's kareem's lane is like you know a guy who really did his best to fill the shoes of bill russell yeah uh um and then just seeing but he's like more, like
0: he is more uppity than Russell because he's more educated. Yeah, yeah, he's from like, absolutely. He's so, like Bill Russell's from West Oakland, Kareem's from New York. Like, yeah, they, so this
1: is, this is this is so Bill Russell paves the way, yeah, right. Walk, walks Ka- through it. Yeah, Kareem fills in the shoes. Nobody comes after him, so he plays through the the late eighties. I think he might have had a season or two in the nineties. No, he retired in eighty nine. In eighty nine, okay. So he retires in eighty nine. Uh, Magic isn't on that tip. Uh, who else was was big? Isaiah Thomas isn't on that tip. Michael Jordan literally says "fuck that," denounces <laughs> the idea of it uh, in in his actions and his work. I'm gonna tell you, like George Bush told me, "fuck y'all niggas," I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So you have an entire generation go uh, of the NBA go without this kind of not uh, civil rights icon um mid 2000s there really isn't anybody and then in this era you have you have guys like lebron doing these like great charitable things but you know having dubious records and other things that affect their money um and then yeah but then you have someone taking the anti stance to the nth degree almost doing an in, not even taking it not even being the opposite being the inverse Taking a stand about all the wrong shit and, you know, using the name of people that you marched with and, you know, fought alongside uh, for your spot. It's like, I did all this shit so the next generation could come and continue it on. And not only are there people just not doing the work, there's people actively undoing it. So I, I that's where his frustration comes from. He just, Kareem Abdul, is uh, Jabbar, is just an incredibly disappointed grandfather at this point of the league. And I don't blame him for feeling the way that he does. I want to make a case
0: of defense for Magic and Kyrie. And this is not... Uh, I don't necessarily mean it. This is for... Let's talk this out. Yeah. Magic Johnson means a lot in L.A. Before... Nipsey Hustle, we have Magic Johnson mm-hmm. T- TGI Fridays, Magic Johnson movie theaters. Now, Grant, like if you really are an LA resident, you're like, I ain't trying to be around all them niggas up in there. Like, <laughs> I've been in the TGI Friday. It is very poorly run. Magic Johnson, TGI. It, it is a nigga restaurant. Like, they just let me sit there for 30 minutes and didn't take my order and I walked the fuck out. It was Jesus. It was one of the most like nigga nights I ever had. I mm-hmm. went to uh, Mavericks flat mm-hmm. where I was supposed to do a spot. I got bumped all night and comics were doing like 25 minute sets. It oh. was a packed crowd. Every comic was killing. And I was like, hey, look, man. No, no, I'm gonna get you up. No, just just stay around. Just stay around. And like the, the nigga had like a fucking uh a, a stage name. So I'm like, no, this is gonna be some bullshit. So yeah. I just like, like, let me go to TJ Fridays, and get some chicken wings and some shit, relief relive my childhood, imagine mm-hmm. Johnson's. Them niggas th- that worked there was just chatting the whole time. So I'm not acting like but I'm saying it did mean like he did try to bring value to the LA community, but you know, yeah, you yeah. can only raise niggas so much. But there's that. And we know Kyrie, he's done his chair backs and with the getting back to his, because he's got good hair, getting back to his, like, native native roots. And, mm-hmm. like, we know that he, he's trying to do something to, despite the
1: fact that he is a fucking buffoon. Is there anything to be said for that? I think that there's things, I mean... Trump passed some good laws about for funding for historically black colleges. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like everybody, every bad, every bad person, or every bad or every dumb person does something right uh, from time to time. But I just think that a broken clock is right at least two times. Yeah, a but day. it's like, what is he being? What is Carrie Irving being vocal about? Yeah, is he being vocal about Native American rights in this in this country? Uh, no, he's screaming about how unfair it is for him to not have been able to play games and stuff for not taking two shots to the arm. And that's the other part about it. It's like it's such a fucking dumb hill to die on. And it's just like literally just a 20 minutes in CVS, and this all goes away. You know what I mean? So I, I think that, yeah, sure, there's something to be said, but it it's just the negatives are just so overwhelming. Can I tell you, Kyrie is very lucky. He was
0: playing in New York under uh, a greasy pimp as mayor instead of Giuliani. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any strong uh, Eric Adams opinions? I mean, guy, he's a, he's a cop. You know, what when I mean? he's a, he was in a gang before he was a cop too. I saw a sixty minutes piece on him. Listen, and I'm did I just felt get, the shadiness. Did he ever get arrested? Uh, no. Well, no, no, yeah, yeah. He got
1: expunged. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because so, he got arrested as like a teen. Okay. I don't know how much I yeah. I, I, I consider that shit. I, I yeah, I, I mean, the mayor of New York is probably the second hardest job in the country behind president. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. um So like, you know, you got to be a, a, a complete egomaniac to think you can do that job. I mean, he, he's better than the de Blasio guy. De Blasio was just yeah. like, guy. that guy eats sand. Like, the, the, that the guy was just not a smart guy. I, so, yeah, Eric Adams. They had I, a blind I, niggas, Mayor, too. Yeah, Eric Adams knows how to play the game. Yeah. Which is like, has its good and has its bad. So, I, I'm not like a fan of the guy, uh, but it certainly could be worse. He kind of reminds me of Willie Brown, Mayor of San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Where it's just like
0: he likes being around town, and he just kind of mm-hmm. likes being a man about. Like, because yeah. I know Willie Brown, he made a deal with San Francisco, like uh, some real estate thing, some real estate company where like they can build uh, these homes, and he and he got like a free condo. Yeah, and the deal. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's trying to grease their palms. Everyone's trying. To, yeah, but that's the thing about like when you're mayor of New York is like like during uh you know the pandemic like fucking um Cuomo he basically became like a de facto president. 'Cause like we're like, all right, this is what it would be like if we had a Democrat in office and somebody handling COVID the way we wanted to.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And then he uh then he was uh wienering around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, is it power power corrupts? You I cannot corrupt trust men with power. nipple rings.
0: <laughs> that is it's facts. So Joe, but speaking of president, Joe Biden, um, uh, he's pardoning all what nonviolent marijuana offenders, non violent uh,
1: people who were arrested for marijuana, federally arrested for marijuana.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, and he can't, people are like, oh, well it's only on the federal level. The president can't intervene on a state level though.
1: Correct. Uh, no. And this, I mean, there's certain things that a president can like intervene on a state level about. This is not one of them. Okay. Um, yeah. If they I mean they could reschedule marijuana to something lower and that would put a lot of pressure on states to like amend their shit. And this also puts pressure on certain states to be on states to be like, you need to kind of relax your policy about this. Um but yeah, he wouldn't be able to be like release everybody in state prisons who are in jail for uh possession. Uh it's just only people federally charged, detained, etc. Um that being said, There's only 6,500 people in federal prison right now for the thing that he pardoned. So in the 1980s, during the war on drugs, which was just the war on black people, um, Mm -hmm. people were arrested who were in possession of marijuana. They weren't charged with possession. They were charged with trafficking, even if it was a pretty small amount. Because trafficking insinuates intent to sell, basically, um, comes with a much larger, longer sentence. So the the like bar for what constituted uh, possession versus uh, distribution was comically low. Mm. Um, so yeah, you have way more people in jail for uh, for trafficking than possession. Uh, you know, so it's a win's a win, but it's not it's not the this like sweeping thing that kind of it, it, it's about. like
0: after the fucking uh, Vegas shooting. And it's like, it's like, oh, bump stocks. And it's like, OK, it's just like a piece of the gun. It's not. Yeah, you're not yeah, a, yeah,
1: you're not. There's more. Yeah, there's, there's far more to be there's far more work to be done here. So, I mean, thanks. But like, you know, he knew what he was doing Where like a bunch of. A bunch of out of touch suburban white people would be like, "Oh, that's incredible!" Um, <laughs> all these people are getting out—it's like, yeah, it's not as many people. You know, the the more in tune with the people who are more likely to be affected, uh, or have people who are affected by in their lives who are affected by the war on drugs and going to prison for some bullshit are like, "Yeah, this really isn't too much." But okay, cool, man. You think this helps his legacy though at all? Because it's like he sure. and the Clintons are kind of known as being like the
0: basically red democrats yeah, yeah, yeah more or less especially like as you get more
1: like kind of bernie sanders leftist social like i yeah, vote democrat
0: yeah. but i'm a fucking you know
1: yeah yeah, yeah totally um, you know, it, h- like. it helps for sure much just like how the student loan thing helps for sure it's not it's not it's not truly progressive but it's progressive in it's uh in its nature
0: all right, so uh, let's, let's close with this. So Fat Joe uh, was recently hosting the BET
1: Hip Hop Awards. Yep. Uh, and he's got a book coming out. Uh, is it a s- memoir? Yeah. yeah I uh, think so, yeah. It'd be funny if Fat Joe was just like, Here, here's a sci-fi novel. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
0: niggas, this is out of space.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the end of the world, yep. my nigga. It's like, a galactic <laughs> police.
1: <laughs> Known as the Terror Squad.
0: So, um, and Fat Joe is like like a lot of rappers from the 90s and the early 2000s have like Joe Budden, Nori, Fat Joe, have kind of basically turned into like, you know, Kenny and Charles and Shaq where it's like, all right, now they talk about rap and culture and more mm-hmm. than they actually make music, which is great. Like you, you need that perspective for all the Charlamaines and Nelson Georges that you have. But so Fat Joe, he's on The Breakfast Club and... He got asked about the N word, which is has been happening more before. It'd just be like kind of every six years, somebody would ask him that. It's yeah, happening yeah.
1: more. It's an annual occurrence at this point.
0: I kind of knew culture was changing, like when Art Kelly was up at um, Huff Post, and they was like, "What's up with the kids, my nigga?" And <laughs> yeah, was yeah. like, he's like, "I'm leaving right now." Hmm. And and so it's like, people people like, "Yo, what's up with this thing?" And my issue whenever people ask uh, Fat Joe about this is they always go, mm-hmm. "He's like, you know, I grew up around that. They called me nigga, And, you know, and I." you know, green eyes and, and blonde hair, and it's like, you know, so you're not Afro-Latino like Nori. You're just a Puerto Rican Cuban, probably more Spanish ancestry than African. Oh, even though you got the wide nose and all that
1: shit. Probably way more Spanish ancestry than indigenous American ancestry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That homeboy's like 70% Portuguese at least.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, ba- so basically, um... I bring this up because uh, he's like, basically what Fat Joe, I, I wish I had a clip I could pull up, but basically what Fat Joe said was, um, I grew up around these people, Like nobody's going to tell me what I can't say. He essentially said, fuck y'all niggas, and he said at one point, he said, like, do I look like a racist? Do I look like a racist? It's like, no, Like people say you shouldn't fucking say that. And I think – and it's like – because I do think when you talk about Puerto Ricans saying the N-word, like in New York, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Mm -hmm. Dominicans, whatever, in New York, it's like it does – it's not the same thing as Filipinos and Mexicans and Samoans saying it in the Bay Area. Yeah. Because their arrival in the Bay Area is not – is deep, and, and they also don't always live around black people. It's like sometimes it's just two black families on the block and three Mexican and one white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not the same thing as it being concentrated in the projects in these neighborhoods.
1: Yeah, New York more so than the Bay Area was definitely categorized. And I think it's true of most East Coast cities. It's like you're, you're thrown into black or not. And most and Puerto Ricans and Dominicans got thrown into your black yeah. By, you know, the white powers that be. So I get I, I get it. I don't really... I like making fun of him for using it because it is objectively silly for this guy who... This is, like 50 years old now. Yeah, yeah. To be using it and the, using it as much as he does, too. That's the other thing. It's like, dude, this isn't like... You use it more than Logic, who, like, actually is black. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it, it, he he's yeah. It, it's the frequency which, which he does it, and the veracity with which he defends his use of it. Where he's like, no, you have to understand. If you were just like, just be like, yeah, I grew up around it. Sorry, you know. But I don't. You know, it's like this big soapbox speech that he's trying. to Are you give.
0: saying he's he's a butter Puerto Rican
1: pudding head? Yeah, he's a, yeah. Oh, he's a Puerto Rican pudding head. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, can we get does it, pull up Google Translate? What's putting that its <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You you broke it down. You yeah, broke yeah. down putting on in head. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so with all that said, um, we gotta get about here So with all that said, though, um, the way I feel about it, like, okay, so let me ask you: If a Puerto Rican like that that was that age and from New York and whatever, and they're saying nigga in front of you, would you be like, "Excuse me," would you mind, or would you just? Like when it comes to non-white people saying saying the N word, what's uh-huh. your level of like? And you know that they are like street people, they're ghetto,
1: they're whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna police, I'm not gonna police a Puerto Rican dude from New York about it, because let's let's like, you know, you know, my pops is a Philly East Coast dude, and he's just like, yep, yeah, Puerto Ricans have that pass, whatever. You know, it's like, all right, if y'all were cool with it. If the people, you know, then then who am I to be like? You cannot, you know what I mean? Um, I'm I'm not part of that. I'm not. I didn't grow up in that community. So if, if black folks who uh, who grew up around those people and were fine with them saying it, then that's kind of their call. Um, but here, growing up in California, yeah, Mexican, Filipino, A- other Asian, Samoan people. On oh, APIs, were, yeah, I'm just like. Shut the fuck! I, I I will be like yo. Too. yeah, it's like you're not. It's like you didn't. You don't have. You didn't. Have, you didn't have skin in the game of fucking chattel slavery. You know what I mean? Like, and
0: a lot of them don't really give a fuck about black issues. They're like, I grew up around black. You don't care about niggas, Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it's like y'all. Yeah, the pushback I'm gonna give for Fat Joe because I'm not gonna say Fat Joe shouldn't say nigga, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna say I don't think he should be as defiant about it. Yeah. Because it's like you could be like, well, I'm from here and we did this. But it's like, okay, but you're around the world now. And it's like the world isn't your, you know, five block radius. Yeah. yeah. Your world is New York, L.A., Miami. Yeah. You go to Dubai, you go to all these other places like your world is bigger than that. And you are an ambassador when people see somebody looks like you saying that like, oh, so that means I can. That's one. And two, if black people from the south and black people from California being like, yo, it bothers me. And you're saying that my experience matters more than your feelings, which to me is the most non-nigga shit. Yeah. Like, because black people, we do have like, okay, look, I see where you're coming from. Like me, I, I grew up in George Bush's America and it's certain words that are part of my vocabulary when I'm amongst the homies sometimes. Mm -hmm. Stuff that is sexist and homophobic and racist that is like in a, but it's not even like, oh, I'm scared to get canceled. I just don't want to disrespect the motherfucker. Cause it's like, okay. Like, if, like especially because i do have people in my life that i do care about that are lgbtq i do have people in my life that i do care about that are women and and and, and all that stuff I, it's certain things i'm just like you know what? i'm gonna curve that even though i don't mean it that way but fuck what i mean if it hurts your feelings or you feel some type of way about it i should do yeah. my best and I say it yeah it's just it's just general empathy yeah, yeah, and I, I I just think that's something yeah, that,
1: Speaking of, a, like, a world traveled person, could you imagine how fucking wild it would be if Pitbull was just using the N-word? Well, he, he came out and he did, then he kind of stopped. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you're on the same plane if you ask me. Yeah, and fuck... DJ Khaled doesn't say it anymore. He used to be, we the best, who we,
0: nigga? And now he just, he's like... Because he probably doesn't want all these nigga questions yeah. in interviews. He's
1: probably like, man, I'm good yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else. Everyone else seems to have learned that's that, job.
0: Yeah, which I mean does like speak to like where he's from and where he's coming from. And like I get because like with me, it's certain things that I push back on where I'm like, man, I don't want to stop saying like, nigga, this is who I am. Like I had to grow up in this environment. You just want me to shed it, but at the same time, it's like if I want to be in these rooms and these other places, it's like the thing with comedians where comedians are like, oh, everything's so. And I do agree. Like I do think certain audiences do get to like, uh-huh, you can't say that. But at the same time, it's like. Well, do go fucking, you know, move to Florida, Texas and
1: yeah, you know, and even on the same token of that, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go to the deep South and do stand up and, you know, decry capitalism. (laughs) It's like, you gotta, we gotta meet every, everyone has to meet each other halfway a little fucking bit. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just like, don't be such a ignorant nigga about saying (laughs) niggas.
0: This has been the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I've been your host, Lyle
1: Barons. I've been Matt Duckett. We hope that you learned something. But you probably didn't. (laughs) Because
0: you're an ignorant nigga. (laughs) 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 Alright, let's go do some stand-up. Sounds good.